Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Happy Sunday. That's right. Coming at you after being off since Monday because I went up to Lund Racing HQ on Wednesday night or Thursday morning. Uh, ended up going up there. We were supposed to have a car on the dyno, but uh, the person who was supposed to show up had some mechanical difficulties. So we couldn't get the car on the dyno, but uh, it was nice to get up there and I learned a lot. A lot of stuff happens every time I'm up there. There seems to be a wealth of information that gets passed down and I can, you know, I can't allude to it like specifically, like I can't, I can't tell you exactly what I learned or what I know, but I can allude to it and give you guys a heads up. Uh, now we're going to talk about Ford EV sales slowing. We're going to talk about what the hell else is the name of the time? The Godzilla swap video that I released yesterday where four years later, after I said that Godzilla is not a viable swap more so than maybe LS and Coyote. Uh, to this day, I haven't really, I have not really heard many people going way out of their way to get Coyote swaps. Maybe there's a, a people swapping the the Godzilla in their car, but it is not a let's just say popular swap. Not because of price, it's because of fitment and power output. People say, "Well, I got a guy running nines in a Godzilla, right?" Just like Coyotes, LSs, small block Fords, you name it. Nothing special, but it is. 7.3 liters of a disaster. Then I talked about the 10R 140, saying that it's the only transmission that fits behind it that Ford offers a control pack for. That's the caveat. People don't understand that, yes, a modular bolt pattern works, but you can't control a 10R 80. You can't control a 6R 80. You can't control a 6R 140. Only a 10R 140 through Ford Racing's uh, control pack and I don't even know if that's even available it says coming soon coming soon coming soon nothing so all you're stuck with is OBR whatever the hell that is and good luck to that but we'll, we can talk about that a little bit we can talk about 40 V sales slowing down talk about another rad ass motherfucker going out there doing dumb shit look I, I'm blown away that people that rely on I can't say too much but the people that rely on the tuning Meaning if you if you rely on the tuning to finish a project, because the main money that, in my opinion, you can make on, let's say, installs. Let's say someone comes in and puts a TVS, a Whipple, a Paxson, ESS, whatever, on your car. We charge it for labor, charge it for the part, or they provide their own parts and you up the labor. Then if the tuning isn't on point, then all of the install is butkus, like nothing. It doesn't matter. I don't care how good the install was if the tuning isn't 100% on the money. Why would you jeopardize the tuning aspect? I am blown away that people, shops, you name it, jeopardize that aspect, which is, I know, the least in terms of money for the shop, but it completes the project. And I'm blown away that people are out there still playing games with that aspect of the tuning. So we'll talk about that a little bit of uh, anything and answer your peasant poor man questions. So let's see, how do the people, we'll get after have Mr. Actually, before that, we'll have Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, geez, that's not it. Have Mr. Bill O'Reilly announce the show. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right, Bill O'Reilly. It absolutely sucks. Two on a solution. That's right. Rami said on two on a solution. Two on a solution. Race motive. They got a race going on, I think, this week. 
there's weather coming in, so hopefully they can get the race off of the hitch. Race motor. Dean Hap Pharmacy, Hopefully the sales, you got some bump on. You know, I'm trying to help you. You know, hopefully you got a bump in sales on July 4th. Parts Farm, PartsFarm.com. Almost has that Skittles at GT500 ready to go. Conk Performance. I'm trying to get parts tested, brother. It's just raining nonstop down here. Ultimate Header, UltimateHeader.com, UltimateHeader on Instagram. PMAS, PMAS.com, PMAS Fenderwell. Intake is the only intake you should have on any of your cars. Calumer Transmission, CalumerTransmission.com, Calumer Transmissions on Instagram. Trying to get his 19 going, but you know, he's got some uh, oil leaks here and there, but he is uh, trying his best to get the car going. Let's say hi to the people. Get after it. 2000 MCR, two Tone 2 SS, Coyote Kelly, Dunn, Richard Whedon, Angel Puerto Rico were the first people that said, Hello. Deuce did it. Says, hey, Daddy, I missed you. Monty540, Travis, Joe Jackson, Euro Trips and Rides, Chris Anderson, Darren Harper, Cluster BM, Boxy Luxury, TJ Sikorsky, Joe Swish, Matt A, Boos Willis, Naldo302, Minibike Madman, Massachusetts native, Ken McAllister, RoboStyle, Robo D-Rock Fox, JD Swag, one of the mods up in Canada, probably decent up in Canada right now, Lava Roush, Brian 03 Cobra, Jay Bush, 94 GT for who saw Poppy Trump at UFC last night? Gotta love that. Morpheus Cuomo, Diego, Titan Uranus, Chris Basin, Matt Oliver, Infamous, Caleb Lambert, Extreme Rods and Race Cars, D Rock again, TRD Ricky, Frank Weaver, Milton Perez, Kristen Sama, De Tony Dominguez, 5.8, Whipple, Cripple, Keith Bush, The Wolf, Leon, Michael Locks, Josh Roy, Boggy Luxury, Tony Dominguez again. Matt Oliver again. Robert Kenny, 7.3 liters worth of boat anchor. When you try to modify it, just leave it in the service truck and let it be. Jared Wells, breaking transmissions and posting about it nonstop. Matt Class, D-Rock Fox, Jay Bush. Q, Line and Line, Torque and Beans, Charlie Vega, I'm 12, I'm 1, 2, oink, or I'm 12, oink. I don't get it. Uh, says, good morning. Brian Cassette, Dustin Garrison, Josh Roy, Dylan White, Maniac, SF, Maniac, Maniac SF50, Dylan White, Bill B. It says, good morning from the 832, a la verga, cuz... Um, Toho and man, some good fights last night. I didn't watch it because I don't care about UFC anymore. I, I never really cared. It's just it, boxing to me is just better. Not better like you, you know any UFC guy can beat up the best boxer on the planet. I'm sure, but in terms of skill, when one has mastered boxing, to me it's more impressive because you're limited. But obviously UFC guys have a little bit of everything. So. Let's go to Twitter. Um, there was an article about well, last week, right after I, I aired the Monday show. I did the Monday show because Tuesday was July 4th, and I didn't want to interrupt with J uh, July 4th stuff. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that we were good there. So on Twitter, uh, someone sent me in, uh, a thing. says, the car dealership guy says, Ford Insider here says, dealers are refusing the Mach-E allocation in big numbers. E-Transit is completely dead, and Lightning buyers are not picking up reservations. Now, when you reserve something, you're not obligated to buy it, right? Like, like if you put a, a hundred down or a thousand dollars down on a Tesla Cybertruck, that thing is going to sell. It's not going to sell because it's a good truck off the rip. It's going to sell because it's weird and different, and it might have a bunch of good technology. And the Tesla people that love Teslas, they just want it. And look, I'm not a truck guy, but I want it. Do I want it because I think it's a great truck? No, but I probably think it's technologically super advanced. I'd probably wait for the second generation because usually the first year of anything is super jacked up, but it might surprise us. And then it says, uh, July 6th, 
To be clear, I confirmed the identity of the person who DM'd me above. In the spirit of sharing all sides of the story, this is from Ford's communications guy. Again, Ford is never going to tell you, yeah, no one's picking up our E-Transit, no one's picking up our Ford Lightning, Mach-E sales are going down. No one's ever going to say that from Ford, okay? It's like the Biden administration saying, yeah, that was Hunter's cocaine. Like, totally. I mean, I have a crackhead son that sniffs Parmesan cheese mistaken for Coke. Or crack, sorry. And all of a sudden, Coke is found in my, you know, the White House during my tenure there. And it, you know, it's totally my son. They'd never do that. Ford would never do that. So it says, hey, car dealership guy, I prefer to be anonymous. Another guy chimed in and says, and I'm in sales at the Ford dealership in, you know, left, you know, he, he blocked out where he works. And I want to confirm about 50% of the people are actually picking up their lightning reservations. A lot of them are taking them. A lot of them aren't taking them. Maki sales have fallen off a cliff. I actually drove a Maki and I'm quite knowledgeable about the car. And we have two on our lot for six months plus. One of them just had a birthday. To circle back, EV sales are slowing. I don't understand the sales number Ford is stating. So then someone took a picture of a whole bunch of Maki's in a lot. But according to Ford... These are basically a ride share program. Jesse, thank you very much. Jesse, who uh, gave me a heads up. His, he goes by Jesse underscore Z06 on Instagram. Has 434 followers. Give him a follow. Why the hell not? So basically what Ford is doing with the Maquis, they're doing what? Do you live in the city? And remember when they had scooters and bikes all over the place? And you can go on a bird app and then grab a bike or a, a scooter and rent it for a certain amount of time. And then if you're anywhere near a hood, those things ended up like in a canal and a river. People are just stealing them, hacking into them, doing all this crazy stuff. So they're thinking of doing something similar to the Mach-E, like a rideshare program. Meaning you have an app, you have a Mach-E GT or a Mach-E, and you can go out there and basically enjoy a EV. And then maybe there are uh, people responsible for maintaining the charge on those Mach-E's, just like on the Bird app at night, they bring in a whole bunch of scooters, swap out the scooters, charge them, service them, keep a maintenance thing. That is the death nail to the Ford EV game. If you are relying on a rideshare program to sell your EVs, there's a massive issue with your EV. And if the EV isn't in high demand, you're going to have a problem. And the problem is this. The standard is Tesla. Like everyone that gets an EV is maybe hates Elon Musk because he's allowing people to talk on Twitter and not censoring stuff like they're already doing on threads. I love how people go on threads thinking it's going to be this new popping platform. I'm like, it's Facebook. Just say that the jab is no good and you're gone from the threads app because it's run by Zuckerberg. So, if, if Ford is relying on that, the problem is this. If you hate Elon Musk, but you love the technology in a Tesla, and you, out of spite, buy a Volt, Bolt, whatever the hell it's called, or a Mach-E, or N, name your other car company that offers an EV vehicle, it's not going to be as good as what Tesla has going on because they're the standard. They have set the standard, and people are trying to go up to that standard. And it sucks because, let's say, I'm a Ford guy. And I was all, not want to say all in, but I was excited to hear that Ford might be doing this stuff. And when I saw that they totally bypassed hybrid, just bypassed it. Like, in my opinion, 
I know hindsight is 2020. I get it. I'm Monday morning quarterbacking. I get it. Look, I'm not stupid. I get it. If you would have introduced hybrid technology first and slowly brought in EV stuff, well, I think there might've been a more of a warming up process to the EV game that isn't Tesla. But the problem is this, you're going up against a juggernaut. You're going up against a absolute psycho big engineering firm that has insanely high demand in terms of the engineering, the engineers that let's say tomorrow, 2000 engineers graduate. They will apply to SpaceX and Tesla first and everywhere else, second or third. The, the boy, the draw to work at a juggernaut of a company like that, like a big, massive, awesome engineering firm, Cyberdyne is enticing to the engineer. Boy, I am going to be challenged. I'm going to work. I'm going to work my way up. I'm going to make money. I'm going to make products that are going to revolutionize because I grew up in, let's say, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. That's where like the, the meat of my knowledge base is. No company had this. No company had that kind of a draw to work in. Maybe Google at one point, but they didn't make cars. They weren't tied to rocket technology. They weren't tied to robotics. They weren't tied to any of that stuff. So you are going up against a company that is looking past cars. Yes, they make cars. But what's more impressive that they make is a full self-drive that recognizes people merging non-pre-mapped roads. Yes, it's not something that, in my opinion, would be good for someone that likes to drive. But if you just want to get from point A to point B, as efficiently as possible and get work done and once in a while have to touch the steering wheel that full stealth drive is pretty darn legit especially if you live in a rural area it just kind of gets to where you need to go you can literally you can literally yes you have to pay attention but you could get work done haven't you ever been driving and wish you could get some stuff done on the side and the car drives for you i guess that's what that is all about but i'm one of those guys that when i behind the steering wheel i like to drive so I think Ford missed the boat. I think Ford is never going to get the big bulk of the market share. Maybe they'll sell vehicles, but it's no different than what's happening with their uh, yeah, regular car program. They, they sell cars, but they, they aren't the, let's say, the most sought after vehicle. Like, I, like if, if you had your uh, choice of a gas powered vehicle, something tunable, V8, go fast now. You'd probably go Viper, Corvette, Blackwing. By the way, shout out to LMP of MD for putting out a video of them tuning a Blackwing. Awesome to see that. So uh, Ford is is in the game, but they're not thriving at it. And they're going to have a really hardcore uphill battle to battle Tesla. You're up against Tesla, Ford. Your competition is not BYD, GM, Toyota. No, your competition is Tesla when you mess with EV stuff. So we'll see. How that all pans out. It's going to be interesting. So the Godzilla swap video is doing really well. Extremely well. I didn't think it'd do that well, but I'm happy that it is. And we could talk some Global B stuff, LMP of MD. We can talk a little bit about that, seeing that they made an extra... They baselined it again, and they were able to get 80-plus horsepower out of it. Seeing Alec Bledsoe uh, get access to it was really nice. Like he said, he wasn't part of the in-crowd initially, but the fact that he was able to get his hands on it 
tune it for his customers, make parts for it. Um, once ethanol and meth get introduced and long tube headers, that car is going to make 750 wheel. That car is going to go probably low tens with minimal bolt-ons and stuff uh, before they start shoving cams and everything in it. So it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting. Rich Five says, I'd buy the Tesla over any car company. Um, if they made a, not a regular coupe EV Mustang that performed like a Tesla Model 3 performance, they would have sold way better than the cock E is. Imagine a Mustang that has an electric motor or at least a hybrid variant. I understand it's not going to be cheap. I understand it's not easy just to bring that in. Like you just can't make a Mustang that has a hybrid motor, plop it in and go. Or can you? Like, what does it take to make that happen? Like, they're, they're going all in on EV, and I think it's because of the government mandate. That's it. I don't think Ford is selling EVs or going all in on EVs because of a, of a demand for Ford, for Ford to uh, make the EV. They're doing it because of government. Government is mandating it. The market is not mandating it. The market likes the Tesla. So why don't you just let Tesla do Tesla things and let them sell the EV car? Why are you trying? Imagine you're, the government mandates you to make an iPhone competitor. Like, man, what the hell did I do to my Did I scratch my head? Oh, I was working on the GT500 yesterday. Look at that big chunk of shit missing. My goodness. Anyway. I would be absolutely blown away if anyone said, well, let's just re-engineer our complete assembly line to go up against the iPhone because the government mandates it. Well, nobody asked you to make a uh, nobody asked you to make an iPhone competitor. Yeah, but we're gonna get in it anyway. Are you are you serious? You weren't in it from the get-go like Samsung and other places were? So you're just gonna start doing it because the government tells you to do it? Yes. I told the government to fuck off. I wanna make money. Why not make what people want? So we'll see how all that goes. Alex, remember when IBM built a computer to beat a person at chess? I would think a city that would use rideshare at the base population would either pub use public transit or have something doing car ride share only works at the long-term rental, in my opinion. LMP of MD and the Blackwing just plain sick. New player in the game. Yes, the Blackwing is lighter, 10 speed, good power, ported blower, lower and upper, stock cats, stock cold air, and they made 680 uh, with like race gas. That's legit through a 6R80. Didn't you kind of help with LMP being able to tune the car? I mean, I don't know. Like, I I gave advice. I, I Okay, look, look. Some people don't like the negative kind of shit-talking aspect, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Okay, if you got two pulleys and they're just humming along, right? And you're just not caring. And all of a sudden, one pulley starts to squeak. You're going to go, what the fuck? You are not happy about it. You are not excited that the pulley is squeaking. You are not happy at all. But what are you going to do? You're going to pay attention to it. And you're going to say, what can I do to get this thing to stop squeaking? Would you eliminate the pulley? No, you need it. You more than likely need the pulley to run properly. So if it's squeaking, you will either replace it or fix it. So in my opinion, if you feel you were slighted or wrong, wronged, I think you should speak up. And the best thing, that, that is what social media is. 
that is the best tool for social media. So if someone says, hey, this isn't going to help us help you. Yes, it is. You're not going to go out there and pick winners and choosers. When my business, let's say, has a complete corner in this market. We make parts. We were the first, this, this, and that. You're not going to exclude me from this. I'm not going to have to kiss the ring. You got to kiss mine. So if you're not kissing my ring, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. So I said that the squeaky wheel getting the grease is the best way. Now, whether that helped or hurt, who knows? But they got they got it. So who knows? And they, they you know, if they said, oh, it was an oversight. It wasn't an oversight. It wasn't an oversight. Like, did Hennessy get Global B access? Like, seriously, did Hennessy get Global B access? And if they did, why? Why did they? Software companies, in my opinion, are, they pick and choose winners based on personal relationships. So they like you, they, they just like you sometimes maybe kissing the ring. I don't kiss any ring. And I understand. I understand if they're like, well, fuck you. You don't kiss a ring, fuck you. Okay, I'll get a carbureted car. See, Alejandro Flores in this channel doesn't need anybody. It needs nobody. The center focus of this channel is me. So if I want to make a carbureted car go fast or get a Grand National or tune a freaking A9L with, you know, I don't know, quarter horse. I don't know. I think they're out of business or tweaker or whatever. I'll do that. But the main draw is not Coyote. I haven't had a Coyote for a while. I'm still doing fine. I have a small block Ford, an LS9 and a, and a Trinity motor. I'm still talking about Coyotes and tuning. So when it comes to this channel, I need nobody. And that's, I think, a problem. That's, I think, a problem for people that want to be a part of the show because I don't need them. If anything, they need me. If you want me to shout out your product, let me know. If you want me to stop talking shit about your product, pay me. And I don't think they're willing to play my game. So that was one of the more important things I remember talking about that you have to have 100% control of your product. And my product on this channel is me. And if the rep goes up, and if what I say carries some weight in terms of credibility, they have to kiss my ring. So software companies don't necessarily care, care about this channel. So, But if you want a positive spin on your company, it's a good idea to be on my good side. I don't know of any other channel in terms of influence. Influence. Maybe you guys go, other guys have more reach. But when it comes to influencing the Ford game, or even just any game in general because of this channel's credibility. It's a good idea to be on my good side all the time. Honestly, I don't want to test it for the performance aspect, but I would love to have a lower tier to use as a daily. Correct. Um, Alex should add a Ford Woke logo. GM did it with the E-Ray. Uh, I'm right. Tighten Uranus. I think the E-Ray is going to be such a cool car, but a lot of people don't like the C8, but let's be honest. It's lighter and it's a performance car. The Blackwing is big heavy and it's not going to perform as well but depending on how many cadillac decide to make will dictate how popular that platform will be obviously because now it can be tuned um tax breaks and coyote swap trunk tuck tuck at this point ford would be better off paying for tesla software look mercedes has now joined the look you know how pissed off tesla owners are going to be when they go to a charging station and there's a mustang mach e a Ford F-150 Lightning, a Mercedes, a Hyundai, 
a bunch of vehicles and you're like, this used to be my spot. This is why I say it is silly to rely on the charging network. Again, listen to me. It is silly to rely on the charging network. If you own a home, install a charger in your home. That's the only way I would get a Tesla is if I ended up at a home. But now that interest rates are 6.8, I would be absolutely retarded to try to get myself into a house. Well, I think LMP is definitely amongst the top who should have access and glad they do. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, happy they got access. Um, did I help? I, I mean, look, yes, but am I looking for rep? No, but recognition is nice. Recognition is nice. Um, if, if, if I am able to help your business in any way, look, how many shops and businesses has this channel, me, shouted out, put a focus on, repped, pushed, really said, woo woo, these bad, these guys are badass. They have, I have repped them, badass shit. Look at what they're doing, badass shit. And people, maybe whether you love me or hate me, you listen. And you go, well, Alex said this shop is pretty legit. Let's see what's happening. And all of a sudden you get a nice little surge. Wouldn't you think to reach out and say, hey, man, I appreciate that. I'm not saying LMP of MD. I've already shouted them out. He, we're, 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 we're buddies. He's good. But there have been shops on the Ford side that I've repped, shouted out, and done without, without them asking me to. I just, hey, man, they're doing really good work, and look at this, and look at that, and look at this, and look at that. And then they go on forums and talk shit. And I'm like... Okay, so I just don't mention them more, no more. That's all. So when people go, well, how come you're not mentioning shop this and this and that anymore? And I'm like, they did dirty shit. So I don't rep them. But if you if you rec real recognize real, if I go out of my way to say, bro, you guys are doing good stuff, good job. I want I want to make sure you guys do well and grow. Well, a, a thanks would be nice, or at least don't go out there talking dumb shit because I just won't I won't mention you negatively. I just won't mention you. You don't exist in my world. But there are shops out there that just do really stupid stuff, go out of their way to do stupid stuff, and they shoot themselves in the foot. I don't say it on this show because a lot of stuff happens in the background that doesn't really need to be mentioned, but I'm blown away that after a channel like this reps you, and then you go there talking shit on this channel, you what, do you expect me to just keep repping you? Well, get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. Uh, just had a heart attack. Alex, don't need nothing because he's Mo Streeter. I know I'm Mo Streeter because that, that, that. I know that I could beat him on the street because I'm Mo Streeter. Alex, will your next engine or car have a coyote? So I went to the Lund Racing HQ. And guess what he has on the shelf, the son of a gun? A 351 Windsor from 1969. And I went, hey, I got rods and pistons. And he's like, what? I go, I got rods and pistons. You think we could make a deal on the... Uh, Short block so I can use the crank, use my rods, pistons, have a nasty cam and put a 351 Windsor from the 60s. Two bolt main, nothing crazy. Max 800 horse is the max I'd, I'd fuck with it. On the Fairmont. And he's like, Ugh. so we are talking, Senior and I are talking, negotiating, maybe a small block board. But a Gen 3 carbureted deal sounds really cool also with the blower. Um, Tesla owners are going to be like, we don't like your kind around here. Hey, what are you doing on the Tesla charger? Well, I have a Tesla plug. 
and my Mercedes C-Class, whatever, needs a charge. We don't like your kind around here, boy. Um, then they stab you in the back like, yes. Yeah, look, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Like, some people, and again, power by the hour forever will have my respect. Even if Jake tomorrow says, I don't want that, I'm never going to talk negatively about PBH because they've done stuff for me uh, to help and I've stuff done I've done stuff for them to help. Um, I think I think there's a, like maybe two like some people ask me on the channel, and that's the other thing. People don't realize that m maybe my word isn't like law, but if you were to tell me, Alex, which one, which shop should I go down to get Dino tuned on in Florida? I say none of them. So now if you're in Florida and you really, really value my opinion and you ask me and I answer, no shop in Florida can get you tuned properly. Are you going to go, what do I do? I'm like, yeah, get a remote tune from Lund. Well, I just want to, you know, I just want to test out, oh, then rent it out, whatever. But you're saying a, a, an actual tuner in Florida, none. Who do you trust in Florida to put your parts on? Now, are there competent shops in Florida that might do a good job. Yes. Do I recommend any of them? No. That's how it works. If you go out there and slight me and do dumb stuff, I don't recommend you. That's all. I don't not talk negatively about you. I don't say, oh, this guy's shop sucks and this guy's shop sucks and this guy's shop sucks. I say, no shops in Florida do I trust to do any work on Mustangs. And, 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 and people go, okay, so they look elsewhere. So maybe you never know about it, but people don't come to you because shows like this or people that have credibility don't recommend your shop if you don't at least, you know, recognize that what, what this channel can do for your shop. Drop the like or catch replay later. Thank you again, guys. All I ask you to do is hit a like and we're good. GM and Tesla used the company I work for, CNC Parts. I want to talk about tight tolerances. 20 to 40 microns max. Ford went to a foreign company for faster production. <clears throat> hey, Jake LaBella, thanks. Again, guys, I shipped out a bunch of shirts, so a bunch of you might have gotten your shirts. All the paid-for shirts are gone. I still have to ship the covers. I apologize, but I still have the GT500 covers here because I was gone for a couple of days, so I will ship those this week. I'll get them gone. I got like five appointments happening this week, so I got a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, you know, I got chiropractor. I got dental. I, I got so much bullshit going on this week. I, I overscheduled myself, but I just want to get shit done and over with. Who do I trust? Me, that's who, right. I, I, I now work on my own stuff. I, if I had a lift, I would do the clutch in my Corvette. I would do the fuel system in my Corvette. I would do everything, but I don't have a lift. And the more you look at houses, the more unattainable they are down here. On the 351 Windsor, you can get a 385 stroker crank, use a 351 rod with a Fox body piston and have a 387 stroker. No boring of the block is needed. Well, I don't know that the pistons that I got are, are don't need um, boring. But what I'm going to do is, yes, you're right. If you get, I have a stock length rod hail. And if I can get the block with the proper crank, send it out, get a machine, get the short block assembled, get a good set of heads and a badass cam and valve train. If I can make 450 wheel on the Fairmont through an auto with exotic fuel and then put a blower on it, Hell, all I would want in the Fairmont is like a nine or a high eight second car. It'd be fun. 
you're finally putting in that small block forward bottom end. Finally, I hope those rods still have oil in them. Didn't didn't trust. I tried to keep them in AC. Yeah, mine have been the AC the whole time. Swapping in twin turbos, should I start with a leash or go right to AMS 2000? Well, it all depends, Jason Brown. Um, the AMS 2000 requires you to know a decent amount of how it works. It is basically tuning. Like, let's say your car gets tuned and it's done and out of the way. Now you need to learn how to tune the AMS. There's four selectable or five selectable uh, power levels, uh, boost ramps, boost whatever. It's tuning software. So you might have to get with um, the guy who makes the AMS and hopefully he can help guide you. But we at Lund Racing, if our customers have an AMS 2000, we can send you a configuration to say this is 10 PSI, you know, uh, leave, uh, aggressive ramp, slow ramp, peak boost, this and this and that, gate, whatever, based on the selectable switch. It's all good, Alex. No rush. No problem, Joe Swish. Derek B's video on getting lunch tune just shows you how badass you guys are. One pump gas file and it needed no revisions. It almost never needs a revision. The pump gas file relies on the adaptive octane logic in order for the car to see the proper timing. So what the hell do I have to tweak on a, on a manual car if pump gas is allowing 26 degrees and the knock sensors are happy? Right? Everything else is on the stock side in terms of injector, math diameter. There is some torque reduction side. There is some rev limiter stuff. There is some drivability stuff. And there is some stuff in the background, saucy stuff in the background to allow uh, the Lund racing end of things. And, and we also um, bring the idle RPM higher. One of the first things you should notice when you get tuned by Lund is a slightly higher idle RPM. You're just going to have to get used to it. A lot of people modify their car, put a Whipple on it, ESS, whatever. And they go, hey, the RPM, the, the idle RPM is 875. Okay. Well, can you bring it down to stock? No. Why not? There are things that a higher idle allows us to do that a stock idle won't. And without getting into it, just leave it alone. Yeah, the booty doc. No, I have a dent dentist appointment. I got Tony's, Tony has his yearly. I got a chiropractor. I got a bunch of stuff happening. Stock length rod, but have some fat girth. Hey, yo. hello, hello. I'll catch a replay later. Says Eliza, that's for 50. I got to troubleshoot my primary pump. Keeps going out. Yes, I have a four innovations fuel system. Um, When I was in Lund Racing, we had three or four people with fuel system issues. I got a guy with a TVS 11 GT right now. The most basic bitch combo on the planet. That bitch don't even idle. And I'm like, I'm sorry. This is a vetted combo. Unless you told me the wrong injector size, this is vetted. And he's... I'm, I'm sure he's going to blame the tune. I'm on the third revision. The thing don't even idle. And I'm like, bro, the FICs, TVS, JLT123, E85. This is cake shit. So you must have a parts discrepancy somewhere. The pistons I sent you were stock bore, says just in time. It says, someone says, shout out to your stock rod. Yeah, I mean, the stock rod length. Uh, it is a scat H beam. So I, I, think, I think that'll be good. So a lot of people out there, saw the uh, Godzilla video and said, oh, Alex, I'm sorry to tell you, the most popular swap on any Fox body is an LS swap. And I'm like, you're wrong. The Coyote and a big inch small block Ford is way more popular than an LS swap. An LS swap, you got to reconfigure a whole bunch of stuff. At 351 Windsor, nine times out of 10, can drop right in. Like I have a 408, I think, in mine because it makes way too much power. And a Coyote, if you have the money, is pretty damn vetted. Those are the most popular swaps. When people get a 4.8 or a 5.3, they're putting it in a piece of junk. 
No offense. They're putting that in a car that probably is a rat and they just want to go racing cheap with. And that's maybe, let's say you live in North Carolina or South Carolina. And you're like, well, that's all I see around here. Oh, I'm sorry. Then that's where all the Fox bodies are located. No. Most of the people, Florida, Texas, California, and I'm in the ticket system. I'm in the ticket system. I see what the world is doing. So the world is shoving coyotes, mostly Gen 3s, or a 408 with Holly and a big single and make 600 on pump gas and just live a good life. So it's not the LS. Stop it. The Godzilla, in my opinion, was pushed by Ford. But the fact that a 7.3 liter, think about that, guys. It is 2.3 liters bigger in terms of displacement. It is taller. Yes, it is narrower than the Coyote, but taller. You got to replace the front cover so that the oil pump drive is different so that it fits in a Fox. And that's like thousands of dollars. And then it is still too tall to fit under the stock hood because the throttle body points straight up. It's just straight butt cheeks. Okay, that swap is straight butt cheeks. I would rather you swap an LS in it. Yeah, that's right. If you were to say, Alex, Godzilla or an LS3, I go LS3 tonight. Absolutely. It's smaller, costs about the same to swap over, and you could probably make more power with the LS3 without needing, well, let's say cam and boost and fuel. I think you're better off with an LS3 than a Godzilla for sure. And it's way smaller. 7.3 liters and you're comp- and a 5 liter? Better fuel mileage, better fitment, better tuning. Stop it. I was actually watching Godzilla vs. Mothra yesterday when that video dropped. My bros love them Windsors with the with the Dove or Dart heads. Went out to Mexico yesterday, Raj 2300, building the tuning queue. I beat every BMW out there and lost to a bolt-on Z01 by a half car and a Z06 HCI by E8 by a car. Surprise how well it did. Raj 2300s, look, there are things happening. There are things happening that... Uh, will allow, believe it or not, Gen 2 blowers into Gen 3s. If you belong to the Lund Racing Forums on Facebook, Junior put up a post, said we're working with some stuff. I can't talk specifics because, you know, stuff and things. But I think, imagine if you could put a rear feed 2.6 or VMP Gen 2R into a Gen 3 motor. That's right. What would you think if you could do that? What would you think if you could put a rear feed 2.6 or 2.3 Roush VMP Gen 2R, Gen 2, or Gen Gen 3 TVS in a 18, 12 to 1 compression, 18 and up 12 to 1 compression car. And again, 18, 19, 20, not 21 plus. Sorry for you 21 plus people. I told you from the get-go, the sauce and access is 18, 19, 20. And it currently is all not available for 21 plus based on access. If, if, If other things happen later on, I think we'll be able to get access to 21 plus and offer it to them also. But we are limited by what we can do based on software. Exactly. Most LSWAP foxes are rats. That is true. Savar Motner. Hey, Alex. As always, I value your opinion since you're tuned my ESS Mustang. I have FIC 1000s, but I'm not shooting for no more than 750 to 800 horsepower after a fuel system. Is that injector 
too much. No, that injector's fine. I had FIC 1000s and the car made 800 on Sunoco 260 GT. If you have a fuel system, you can make whatever you want with a hundred and one ten millimeter pulley on an ESS G3X and 20 degrees of timing through a manual makes 830 or 820 to the wheel. That will be a really nice combo. Again, one ten millimeter pulley, G3X, E85, FIC 1000s or 1050Xs, fuel system, it'll make a 10, 820, no problem. Bill B says, love your build series videos, pretty much showing me everything I've done wrong. Tonight, I will drop Gen 3 NA. 10R80, 11s, 9s, 8s with video proof. So it's going to be a good time. Minibike says, again, tonight at about 5 p.m., I will release the Gen 3 build series. So you're going to get three videos back to back to back. I, I am trying to make up for being off. So I'm going to try to really ramp in and get after one because I, <laughs> I need to make more money to, to fix all what's going on up in this shit and uh, build the cars, all that stuff. The GT500 uh, is getting closer and closer by the minute. Got the blower finally bolted in. The cooling system totally installed and plumbed and the intercooler system installed and plumbed. Now I am waiting for the um, slip yoke for the transmission. And then I can measure U-joint center to U-joint center on the um, flange to the slip joint U-joint and say, build me a drive shaft, uh, PST or somebody. I have a drive shaft from the GT500 from before, so I might be able to cut that one down and cut it to size if I sent it locally to the Clearwater area PST. Ice Cube said it well. They hate it when you don't want to join their club. I left my 7.3 Power Stroke idling next to a Godzilla F250 yesterday for a half hour just to assert dominance. Carter's TV says, hey Alex, a uh, quick question. Does the DI delete in the lunch chat request at any additional cost? Just got a remote session, but it's a fuel modification. Haven't asked tickets, just wondering. So the DI delete stuff is an interesting subject to talk about, but I can't dive into it. But it might be an additional cost because it is a insane amount of changes that need to happen if you wanted to delete your DI on an 18 and up Mustang. We're not advertising it, but you know, people that have race cars want to delete the DI. And what is the benefits of deleting the DI on an 18 plus Mustang? Let's just let's just have a conversation, totally not telling you guys to do this at all, please. You get rid of the rails. They make good ceramic-ish uh, plugs in there that work and hold up to the heat very well. And now your tuning and your power adder options have been widened. If you were able to get the rails out of there and put plugs in it, now you have the same amount of room you have on a Gen 2. And you could put a intercooler from a VMP or Roush blower from Gen 1, 2, or 3 on there. I think Gen 2 and 3, not, I'm sorry, Gen 2. You can put an intercooler Gen 2 in there. You can put a rear feed Roush, rear feed VMP, rear feed 2.9, rear feed whatever the hell you want in there on a Gen 3 with a 12 to 1 compression motor and ditch the DI because if you ever had DI issues, you know how expensive they can be. So if you can ditch it and the car run okay on your race application only, there are a lot of benefits to it. One, it simplifies the fuel system. No more DI, no more nothing, no more. So if that's something that you wanna do on your race car, you could reach out to the guys, but I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying there are a lot of benefits of doing it and again, if you have an 18, 19, and 20, I think it can be done, but I don't think it can be done on 21 up. 
You probably would have kept the white car if you would have had the 2.3 rear feet. Absolutely. Nothing wrong against the ESS. But there is something about a 2.3 Gen 2R that whips up fast and makes the car a bunch of fun. Potential. Mustang Lifestyles Tuning Scammer. Who needs tunes? I forgot today was Sunday's Teruel Viate Racing. Finally woke up from working at Waffle House. Hey, I forgot today was Sunday. I don't know what day it is anymore because I made so many hash browns and moons over my hammy that I forget what day it is. Is a BAP enough for ESS G3X with 125mm pulley? Yes, a BAP is fine. And again, T1 Auto Care. A 125mm pulley should make about 9 pounds on a ESS G3X. Um, you don't need a fuel system for pump gas. But if you ever want to go E85, yes, you need a fuel system. I'm never able to catch a peasant chat because of California, but I'm dropping a like and you're going to listen to the replay while delivering packages later. Do you work for Amazon? 1117 and T82 and 3160 La Luz. Alex, coming from Chevy Guy, you made me love the S550. Salute to you. Oh, look at this. What is it? Okay, pineapple, pineapple. Jesus. Uh, that one's mango. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. This is mango? Mango. Okay, they're both good. Which one do you want? Which one do you prefer? I'm going to take this one. Um. I'll keep the mango. Thank you. Mango smoothie from the farmer's market. Yeah, it's pretty good. I got a G2 with the G3X setup, 1050s booster pump. Hope it's just of absolutely. Hmm. That's like real mango. My God, gotta love it. Sweet. I have the G2, but I plan on swapping the G3 head. Hey, because I have the G3 intercooler. Thanks, brother. You got it. Hopefully the guy received the G4 intercooler I sent him. Is Danny going to be the H reference with the 10RNA top secret info leak? I don't know. I know that Danny Bill has a very aggressive motor, like expensive as hell. But I think NA's gay. Can he do it? I'm sure. Can he run M5 or some exotic fuel and a crazy, crazy expensive motor and run eights? Cool. But what are you proving? Like, what are you proving? Who is going to. Okay. This is, I come, I come from a um, money-making angle. Danny Bilt or any shop decides to go eights, naturally aspirated, in an NA car. How much money are you going to make from making that happen? Go. Are you going to have 30 customers that want you to build that? So that means 30 engines you're going to build, 30 cars you're going to gut, 30 transmissions you're going to build, 30 fuel systems you're going to put in, 30 cars you're going to dial in. No. Maybe two. So what are you doing? And why are you in this business? Are you in this business to go fast? Are you in this business to make money? Or both? Because if you're in the business of making money, you should build an 8-second NA car. You should build... You should build super vetted swapped vehicles. You should make a program to build super badass repeatable combinations for swap customers because swap customers have money. You need cash or credit to be able to build that. Whereas an S550 guy will just take everything out of his car, fenders included, front end included, hood included, and run a nine. 
He doesn't need a shop to do that. He could do that with a remote tuner. So again, why are you doing it? It, does, it makes no sense to do that, in my opinion. Um, new job coming in hot, hopefully by the end of the month. Where the hell are you working? McDonald's? I'm interested in getting a London 85 too, and just how do you switch back between pump gas? Look, I'm sorry. You're going to have to just get low. You're going to have to get low. That's it. There is no... You, there's no other way unless you get a tank drain tune, but there is no flex anymore. Now, why isn't there flex tuning anymore? Because half of the questions in the tuning system was about flex and people's misunderstanding of flex tuning. They didn't understand it. They couldn't grasp it. They didn't even have a an idea of how it works. No clue. They, they were just like, my E85 is testing E65. And I'm like... I, you get, sell your car. Nice little contract to work in the refineries. Oh my God. Oh my God. Vaya con Dios. Refineries is man's work. Refineries is you think people breathing down your back, you don't like people breathing down your back and telling you what to do? Wait till you go to a refinery. That is man's work, son. Woo, he is in for a rude awakening. Have you ever heard anything bad about Innovators West Bouncers? Yes, all the time. They crack. ATI, 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 ATI. $10 smoothie right there. Absolutely. My son, last time, must have learned a lot of tuning knowledge before he got fired from VMP. <laughs> Every time Alex Ladies brings him something. Ooh. Alex, our ME52 is tricky to tune versus LU47s. No. Similar data to 13 to 14 GT500. You can literally open a 13 to 14 GT500 file. There's your MU52 data. At, what up, Alex? Cars and Coffee live stream anytime soon? I don't know if I can make that happen, but we'll see if I can make it happen. Definitely went with the G3 intercooler. I'll just buy boost. And I'm in business to tune and give awesome tunes, says Potential Mustang Lifestyle Tuning Scammer. Joe Switch says, NA is already expensive. In my opinion, if you're going to go that route, the, long, the LT is probably a better choice if it's not a swap. I agree. People are going to say, well, Alex, I thought you were a coyote nut hugger. Depends on the application. Reliable, minimal amount of engine work, if any, boost and fuel, and this thing is an eight-second car. If you want to do NA stuff, the coyote's not it. You need cubic inches. You need torque. You need cam and block. That's the LT. Yes, sir. Amazon driver. Gotta love it. Working a 10-hour days as of late. Get your money. Get your money. Turf, you got that job. Sonic moving, going up. Ask some LE47s you can have for the giveaway. It might have 100 miles on them. You could you, you could give them away on your own. No no offense. It wasn't even turned on. NA is for people who just want to cruise and not worry about the fuel level in the tank. Turf is going to die in an explosion. Jesus. When you give instructions and they still complain about the flex tune. Correct. We give a huge book of instructions nobody reads it they go what now i mean what did you read the instructions no go back and read the instructions it's like 10 pdf files stop it alex any other engages on the horizon besides rtd and engage yeah but i can't talk about it because you can't give much away you hear rumors like there remember guys i can't even talk about that jesus there was supposed to be something that rivaled the N-Gage. 
by the same manufacturer, but it went away and I can't tell you why. I literally, I know it went away. I cannot even tell you why it went away. And it is badass. I'm not even gonna tell you what it was. The same manufacturer made it. It was more expensive. It was badass. Never came out. And a contractor at that, they're gonna destroy him. Those dudes are gonna run Turvy to a man, turn Turvy to a man fast. Those dudes are gonna turn him out. Just live on E85 and been on it since Luntoon set the tune. Never gone back to 93. I agree. I agree. Alex, what do you think about the new 6.8 liter Mustang? Oh my God. I love it. I love this channel because you guys get where I'm coming from. I really do feel you understand where I'm coming from with the heavy sarcasm you guys throw out there. I love that on forums, everyone's a stupid, stupid son of a bitch and regurgitate what Ford puts out there. Ford is the White House. There is no cocaine here. No cocaine is in the White House. Hell, the first family wasn't even in the White House when the cocaine was found. Then you find out they were there Friday. And then you say, excuse me, um, the family was here. And they go, no, they weren't. They lie. They lie to you. Ford lies to you. Stop regurgitating everything Ford says. Every ball washer that has a YouTube channel that represents Ford is paid by Ford. How can you believe anything any Ford advocate says when they're being paid by Ford? You can't have an independent voice and get a paycheck from the person you're talking about. You just can't. Stop. Went to the 956 racetrack and the midnight performance came down was astonished at seeing straight up 18 plus gutted any Mustangs and Camaros running low 11 seconds. Even super people figure out the flex fueling. Come on, people. I don't blame you for taking it away. Not worth being disappointed. Uh, Whatever. Uh, Turvy. For sure, Brewing and Heiser Bush, but like, good job, Alex. You pushed Turvy to go to earn his man card. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. He actually went out there and got a real job. Turvy, it's going to suck. You're going to make good money but you're going to appreciate being in an industrial environment. Industrial environments change you, how the world works. This is how the world works. This is how the world operates. Once you figure out how jello is made, once you figure out how wastewater plants filter water and they dump it back into the ocean or a river, once you figure out how drinking water is filtered, you're going to go, wow, everything I was told is absolute bullshit. <clears throat> Imagine if Turvy refines some VPC-16. I've been to the refineries before, but not letting go of old friends. Their bad habits got kicked me out for three years. My fault. My loss. Now I'm back with a vengeance. Whatever. Hey, good attitude. Hey, Turuviate. Good. Good. You, you recognize you had a bad attitude. You recognize <clears throat> that you were hanging out with the wrong people. Now you're back at it, and you might, and you're super young. So remember when Parts Farm gave you a house to live in and a job? All you had to do was move out of shithole Louisiana to Lyons, Georgia, and you're like, F no. You're going to think back on that decision and go, what the hell did I do? But I'm glad that you're getting your head out of your ass. Hey, Alex, got, a, got any suggestions for a better rear hubs and axles on 2020 S550 manual? My 305-3019 keep loosening my rear hub. Also, thanks for knowledge. No. We run stock stuff, Mr. Hatch 450SX. Seven-second cars run stock stuff. They have Ford Performance higher Ford Racing bearings with uh, uh, a bigger stud, longer stud, sorry. 
but it's Ford racing stuff or Ford performance stuff. Nothing crazy. Titan Uranus says, I've heard rumors of a Boss 427, but it'll be a dud of a platform. Again, I think that Ford might stuff. And again, just so you guys say, Alex said didn't. No, I've said I wouldn't be surprised if Ford stuffed a cam in block pushrod motor in a Mustang. 6.8 liter. Let's say high output. Let's say 500 horse, just like the Coyote Dark Horse has. Cool. Do I think that is going to revolutionize something? No. I think it'll be a short run and it's not going to meet the fuel emissions uh, emissions requirements or fuel miles per gallon requirements or it'll be so detuned that it's... Look at what Chevy's doing. Chevy went to direct injection. Do you think they went direct injection because of power or fuel mileage and emissions? Fuel mileage and emissions. That's it. Okay, first of all, Turo Viate, get your own place. Bucephalus is a dud. Crush Bucephalus. Bucephalus is a piece of junk, abortion of a project that should have never been started. It is asking you to kill him. Please kill me. Stop putting spacers on spacers on spacers on my shit. Racks on racks on racks. Please kill me. And finance a Gen 2 S550. And you will be so ahead of the game, it's not it's not even funny. Um, I dumped my LT1 car, A8, NA Nitrous, to go to Gen 1 Coyote 6 car. You think it was worth it? My opinion, Coyote better than LT. In terms of uh, potential, I think the Coyote has more potential. Yeah, influencers. Ford hires influencers and magazine writers to use their platform to prop up Ford. And if you don't see right through that, you deserve to, you deserve to have... Everything go wrong in your new Ford vehicle. Turf, you're about to be getting coffee for the man going on shift. I wonder how the interview went. Hey, how you doing? Excuse me, why is there a number two on your neck? Because every guy at the refinery is going to say, Orale, Holmes. Apparently, this guy knows he's a piece of shit because he got number two tattooed on his neck. Wait for the number two jokes. Uh, Poppy Alex turning boys into men on Sundays. Praise the Lord. Turvey's going to grow up before our eyes and ears. Turvey's going to come back a little more streeter in the V6. I know that I could beat him on the street because I'm most streeter. If I run the 24-volt battery, will my starter sound better? Turvey can afford more useless gauges and switches for Bucephalus. I hope Turvey listens to his theme music before the shift. I'm going to go in there. Turvey's going to sh show up. Okay. My first day at the refinery. I'm five minutes late. Let me get ready. Don't let anyone freeze down your back. You're not number one. You're number two because two is more than one. Bucephalus is going to rival Shelby. Why? And he goes inside and burns his hand off. Um, Alex, you think I need more fuel injector for a 16 pounds or more boost on a Whipple Gen 5 than FIC 1000s? Yes. You need at least 1300s, 5.0, run it, or FIC 1440s, but please understand this. FIC 1440s, in my opinion, is a E85 only injector because at idle, it idles just like a 1650. Like, same pulse width, same characteristics as a 1650. So, 1300X, 
in my opinion, is the injector you want if you want to do pump gas eventually and E85. If you're always going to be on E85 forever, FIC1440 or ID1700. I have ID1700s in my GT500. I will sell Turvy my car. Gen 2 manual with cams, studs, and springs. Ford buys good reviews. You can tell people, you can tell people just don't understand propaganda. Like you guys think that the reviews that you see, guys, you want to see. Go to the TDN app and look at the reviews. Go ahead. They didn't buy their reviews. Those are honest reviews. Ford, I'm sure, has some kind of setting somewhere that says if anyone reviews any of our products three stars and under, it does not automatically populate. What someone should do is rate it five stars and talk shit about it. I rated this five stars to tell you how bad of a product this is because the five star review would show up whereas a three or under would not show up. It goes under review. And then you can give an honest review of a product or company if you click five stars. That's how I would do it. Um, number two for the second time around. Hey gang, new profile pick, lame. Like you car guys now, says Harley Tokachi Mode. Hey, Mr. George. Hey, Mr. George. How much you pay the new guy? $20? No, too much money. He no good. Nephew of Allah says, hey, Alex, I know this question sounds stupid, but is there really any difference in horsepower between all this header brand looking into getting header shoe? Not really. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, headers to me are like um, an investment, not necessarily a power thing. The bulk of the power, Nephi, is from deleting the kitties, the cats. That's where the bulk of the power comes from. That's why cat deletes were so popular. Look at Jake's truck. Jake Long from Power by the Hour has stock manifolds, a turbo mounted near the bed. Then it makes 1,000 horsepower with 20 PSI. Like 20 PSI, here's 1,000 horsepower, done. Flowing great. So... Headers, in my opinion, is an investment. You want something to flow great air, but last a long time and have the best O2 signal possible. So it has to have a slight angle. It has to have a good collector, good materials, good welds, robust. So if you buy a cheap header that rusts out after a year or two, it's going to make power. It's going to make power, Duffy. But is it going to make power and not rot out? Or the materials made by that header manufacturer, they can cause the O2s to prematurely let go. You'll see that headers and O2, uh, header um, build quality and O2 long life have a direct correlation with each other. So depending on the resonance, the nature of how the air hits the O2 and the material that either rots out or lasts a long time will definitely help or hurt the life of the O2. So it is more, in my opinion, Nephi, of a um, investment than a power number. Ultimate header has absolutely never steered me wrong. I have had four sets of headers from Ultimate Header. What are you talking about, Alex? Fairmont. Two in the white GT and my red GT. I have had four sets. Never had an install issue, never had a problem. 
The guys over at Ultimate Header are the absolute best people on the planet. Hit them up. And they're not paying me. I paid for those headers. I said, hey, what's up, man? Uh, you got some headers on the shelf? He goes, yep. I go, bro, I'm not looking for a handout. I want to pay you. If you have a business that you support and you look for a free handout, you're a complete piece of shit. They need to make money. Maybe he'll give you a break. Maybe he'll sell them to you at cost or cost plus 10% so he can make something and not lose his shirt on it. But if you call a company and say, you want to be on board? You got to provide me free stuff. You're an asshole. Pay for the part. Even if it's a slight discount, pay for the part. I keep seeing Texas Speed and Stainless Work pop up. Nah, Papa. Ultimate header. Turvey should sell Bacephalus to Whistling Diesel. Jonathan, it's a trade secret. If you know, you know. Okay. Um, can you explain why turbo kits with air to water intercoolers can't beat street driven with big TVS Whipple? Okay, okay. Modified by Nick. When you have an air to water, where's the cooling coming from? Answer. Let's say you have an air to water. The outside air has no effect on that intercooler setup. The cooling from an air to water is from the tank and ice. So let's say you constantly do watt back to back to back. You melted your ice. Now your water's at 200 degrees. So now the coolant going through the intercoolers is at 200 degrees because you melted your ice. You don't have an external way of cooling it. Now, why do blowers not have this issue? They have a heat exchanger, a radiator in front of the car that grabs air through the water and it cools the water and has an external source of cooling. My GT500 has both. I have a big tank in the back and a heat exchanger so I can ice it during a run. But if I want to street drive the car, the world is my fan. And it has a heat exchanger that grabs air from the outside to cool the water, whereas an air to water does not. It relies on the ice tank to cool the air temp charge. PK Auto, what's up, brother? Um, good morning, Alex. Finally able to catch a live on the way to work. Hey, love that you're working on a Sunday. What a hustler, bro. Bucephalus is more Cletus territory. Have Cletus blow it up. Buy a quality header and exhaust and be done. Again, it's an investment. I bought the cheap headers. The material is thin wall stuff. Order my full price and I'll tell them after I get them. Alex sent me. I know you're waiting for a ZR1 ultimate header. Yes, sir. I'll take those ARHs right off. Send them back to Rami and put an ultimate header on it. Asking for freebies is a scummy move. Heat exchanger mounted on the front of the GT500. You can run it through a heat exchanger, but it'll be ambient temp or slightly above. I'm late, Alex. What? What are you drinking, dog? Smoothie, smoothie, smoothie. They have their own cooling system also. Exactly. I have a triple pass on the front of the car. Look at McDonald's. Look at like McDonald's OJ. Yellow Kool-Aid. No, it's most street. No, it's a mango smoothie. Good shit. Like probably $10. Like legit probably $10. I already had my coffee. I already had my bagel with eggs. I'm good. So I need a little, little, little you know. Then I got to go to the gym. After the gym. Go work on the ZR1 if it doesn't rain. But you know what's going to happen? Once I get out of the gym, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. That's how it is here. I'm trying to get that dialed in watt to get testing done and then install a new part and get testing done on it. 
Oh, yeah, you got to love that shit, brother. Thank you, Tommy John. Look, not a lot of people. Good. Oh, my God. He actually named his company. Joe Goodenough, who we talked about last week about him um, leaving VMP, his starting to, you know, put his name out there. So I think it's a great idea and I would support anything he does. Joe Goodenough is a killer tuner. Two valve, three valve, um, and all Coyote, all GT500. That guy knows his shit. So hopefully you can open something up good enough and um, get going after. I'd love to interview you so we can maybe um, give you a little push. I understand you're a competitor, but... You know, there's plenty of uh, pieces of the pie for everyone out there. So if Joe Goodenough decides to get into tuning, I would fully support his venture. <clears throat> Been helping my buddy uh, headers on the Hellcat. It makes the three GT500 headers look easy. Is it really? Yeah, Florida rain season, fun times. Yeah, it rains every day here. How's the house search going? That is done. Interest rates went through the roof. <clears throat> I'm done looking at houses. Prices went down, but interest rates went up. So I'm good. Grew up with a mango tree in the backyard in Carroll City. I ate mango probably every day. Still love my mango-flavored stuff. Alex, you are correct about the quality of the material. I had a client come in with a sound of con- a sound concern. Smoke test on the pace setters. He had showed they cracked all around the four number four cylinder too. I'm not going to name names, um, but there are a, a couple of Coyote-specific headers that suck cocks and dicks, and if you buy them, you're going to get one year out of them, and you're going to have to buy them again. <clears throat> Carlos De Leon says, doing a TR66 swap on my 15 GT. Do I need a 15 to 17 clutch or a GT500 clutch? You need a GT500. Well, okay. You need a clutch for the spline, not the GT500. You need a clutch for the spline. I think it's all the same. <clears throat> so you need a Coyote clutch that fits the input shaft spline. So 26 spline input shaft clutch like an RXT or a uh, 26 spline RST or whatever have you. Heard a lot about you, Joe. Good enough. Performance says, just holler at me, baby. I'm down for whatever. I appreciate the kind words. Now, he's good people. Um, I learned more tuning from Joe than anyone else. Nothing against Lund. Lund taught me a lot. But I learned two valve, three valve, um, uh, old GT500, and Gen 2 Coyote was mo- Gen 2 TVS Coyote. That was my wheelhouse at VMP. Oh, Gen 1 too. Gen 1, look, I owned a Gen 1 TVS Coyote. So I was familiar with that. And that was able to uh, instill what I learned with Gen 1 TVS to the tuning <clears throat> based on the files that we had at VMP at the time. Gen 2, I learned all from Joe. Two valve, Joe. Three valve, Joe. Cobra, Joe. I learned more from tuning from Joe Goodenough than anywhere else. Damn right, let's get Joe on the show. Joe can go on the show, and he is good. He's like with it. <laughs> He's totally with it. You know, he'll be he'll be good on the show. You can always refinance. Stop saying that, Walter Hoffman, and stop giving people that advice. I have no idea if I can always refinance. If I buy at seven percent now and I can't refinance for two years, how much in interest would I have paid in the first two years and nothing on the principal? No, thank you. I don't play that game. I will wait. It's starting to thunder down here. Cleaning cars and listening, says Rich50. Um, it's the 2M header. Turviati says, bro, speaking of prices, 2022 Mustang is going for fifty dollars to $55,000 at dealerships. Meanwhile, Alfa Romeo. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up, Alfa Romeo. Al- he said Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo. 
fuck are you talking about? An Alfa Romeo caught your attention? Shut up! What dumbass. Alfa Romeo. <clears throat> this motherfucker said Alfa Romeo, man. Going to Mango Fest today. Fairchild Tropical Gardens down in Miami. Just stop through Viate. Thanks for the explanation. We'll go to Mantic or McLeod. 26 Spline. I prefer Mantic stuff. Look into Vengeance Clutches. Now, I personally don't have any relationship with Vengeance Clutches. But Ben Calamer does. And Ben Calamer's a transmission guy. So he's had it in his car. He's tested it. He's told me good things about it. I'm going by what he says because he owns a transmission repair business. So if a transmission repair business says vengeance clutches are a good option, look into them and see if it's right for you. <laughs> Not even close. That's going to be interesting when Joe Goodenough comes across tuning from Mustang Lifestyles. He will laugh. See, Joe's non-confrontational. Joe's not a beef guy. But Joe knows the deal. Like, <laughs> Joe knows that there are people in the industry, right, Joe, that stole VMP tunes, claimed it as their own. People that are prominent in the industry and now have moved up the ladder <clears throat> to other jobs. And we know they're full of shit. But Joe has to not rock the boat. Joe has to play nice if he wants to do a business. My business, not aside from Lund. Lund, I work for Lund. I'm just a robot at Lund doing tuning. This is my business. And my business is talking shit. So, there you go. Pop up Joe's YouTube subs. Absolutely. If Joe, Joe, do you have a YouTube channel? Let me see. Let me, let me go. Let me see. Do you have a YouTube channel? Do you have a YouTube channel? Let me see. I'll support. Look, I support LMP. Months. I support LMP. Oh, look at that. Okay, guys, here we go. So Joe Goodenough has a you have a bit you have a channel. This is great. So um go to let's do this. We got 270 people on. Let's all go to Joe Goodenough's channel right here. And I'm gonna subscribe. Boom. Go to Joe Goodenough's channel and support the G. The guy is a great guy. He is uploading videos two days ago, two days ago. This is his tuning. <clears throat> so Joe is the tuner. He built the base files. So that guy, I think you guys should absolutely support. So again, good enough performance. Good no, good enough, good enough, good enough, good enough. Has 277 subscribers. Let's get that to 500. Let's get him monetized. Let's get him some money. Joe is a quality dude. Good enough, at good enough performance. So uh, one word, get him, get in there, give him a like, give him a follow, support the G, but, but Joe, start uploading stuff, cool shit, uh, first person shit, people will love it, because you're full of knowledge. Vengeance clutches are on back order because they're that good, says Dre did. Damn, bitch up. Let's get him to 1K, exactly. We can get him to 500 by the end of the show. Um, I'm wondering if I could feel the clutch since S-I-N-S-E, they are near me. I'm wondering if I could feel the clutch since they are near me. Wow. All I'm saying is, shut up. Uh, Vengeance had a three-month back order when I tried to get one recently. Nephi Avalos says, always appreciate your help, hermano. Oh, about to drop that money. Just got my 18 manifold and PMAS 120 for 17T. Can't wait to work with Lon. Get this little NA build going and dialed in. clip clopping game party level. Um, Gen 2 packs and Novi says, kettle one, four wheels. Which pulleys get you 10 pounds of boost? 3.6. Or is it in the tune? 
The tune does not dictate boost. <laughs> the pulley does. And uh, where you're located. Like if you're in Colorado, the 3.6 will make six pounds. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, man. I don't know much about boost life. I'm a poor white boy. It's all good. Kettle one. 3.6 pulley at sea level should get you close to 10 or 11 pounds. Subscribe to Joe's channel. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Get over to Joe. Let's get him 500. Let's re um, let's refresh. Oh, he's up to 310. I love... Okay, one of the better feelings I get from this channel is the ability to help others, especially good people. There are a lot of assholes on this planet that will screw you, have no knowledge, will not teach you a goddamn thing, and they, they somehow make it. And it's not fair, in my opinion, to, to have an absolute piece of shit clickbait you into 200,000 subs. But Joe Goodenough is one of those guys that will you will learn stuff from him. And he's very calm. He is not animated like I am. So maybe he needs a little bit of shit talking in there mixed in. So I'd love to do interviews with him because I think he'd be really good. And we could do regularly because he's the type of guy you can have on a podcast. And you can learn a lot. Again, one day I'll have that going. But man, I need like a compl- I need to like rent. I might rent a house before I buy a house. Yeah, just to have the room. It's the same price. But, you know, I might rent it before buying something because I need now the room. But he has to understand, or the the the, the renter of the home has to understand, bro, I'm doing work in there. I'm not going to make it all nasty. I'm going to maintain it nicely. But I'm going to have cars up in that bitch. Do you know what I am saying? Um, <clears throat> Thank you for subbing to Homeboy. He's a, good, he's a good guy, man. Like, seriously, good guy. Good people. Joe Swish says, oh, emailed Caliber Wednesday, and he told me that his 26 blind input shafts for the 3160 and both MT2 will accept the clutch from the Magnum. That means you can use an RPS if you want to get freaky. Tighten your end. It says, sub, he's up to 305. I've been following Joe and dropping likes. What's the biggest injector that can support both pump and E? ID1300X? Correct. Uh, Joe does 3.5 EcoBoost, if I'm not uh, mistaken. I think he does um, regular EcoBoost, too. I, Joe has, like, he's like a Swiss Army knife. He He does it all, you know? Joe can make, bro, Joe can make $250,000 a year if he just tunes. Not dyno tune, remote tune, and then let's say, I mean, Joe's going to be working. Joe's going to be just working, and he's a worker. He, he used to be the tech for VMP, so he can install stuff too. But I wouldn't do installs, Joe. I would just do tuning because you could just concentrate and do remote tuning, maybe get your hands on a dyno one day because you got a big, big property. In case you know, enclose it somewhere and just tune cars for like years, you could be a millionaire. I guarantee you could be a millionaire. No problem. Come out with products, maybe a build here and there. You know, show what you can do at a track. I guarantee Joe could be a millionaire in, a, in, in five years' time. He could be worth a million bucks. Thank you for subscribing to Joe Goodenough's channel. Badass. <clears throat> we value your knowledge and who you support. Hashtag Amory. I appreciate you all. We'll try to dump some more videos for you guys. Yes, Joe. Even if it's first person stuff, even if it's talk. Joe owns my truck, my old truck. Joe bought La Mamalona. Took all that dumb pinstriping off, put some wheels on it. He's planning to do turbo shit with it. So you can follow the Mamalona build on his channel. Subscribe is good enough. Is it good enough motorsports? Good enough performance. Subscribe. I want to see more of that Coyote Swap VW van. Man, Alex just. Get a warehouse space. Maybe one or two bays. Stay where you are. Agent Orange, how much do you think that is a month? Agent Orange, how much do you think it is for a two-bay warehouse space in Palm Beach County a month? 
$5,000 a month. Not two, not $1,500, not $500. $5,000 a month. I've looked. Morning, everyone. Catching a fight. Flight to Cabo. Cabo. We'll, we'll watch later when I can. Joe has those spicy meatballs tunes. Joe, I need the Cobros tune. Performance uh, is hard pass on the installs. Yeah, no installs. He's smart. He's smart. He just, look, if Joe, okay, let's do some math. So let's say Joe tunes 15 cars a week. And let's say the average cost of a tune is $350. That's $5,250 a week. Obviously, you're going to have to pay a bunch of taxes. So per month, that is $21,000 per month. Per year, that's $252,000 a year. That is if you tune 15 cars a week at $350 average price. 15! I'm sorry, a day, sorry. 15, uh, 15 a day, 15, 10, 350, oops, 15 times, 15 times 350, 50 to 50, 50 times 350, yeah, a week, a week, if he tunes 15 cars a week, he could make a quarter million a year, so let's say Joe tunes 25 cars a week at an average cost of $350 a tune, $8,750 times four, that's $35,000 a month times 12, that's $420,000 a year. If he just puts his head down and tunes, the guy could kill it. Uh, no, I, I don't want to go in on anything. I work for Lon. I'm loyal to Lon, but I will support his um, his his ventures. Hey, Alex, I'm getting ready to upgrade to twin set 274 to twin 285s. Also, an 8AN return line. My question is, will my DTWorks 95 injectors be enough for a 2 way pulley Edelbrock TVS 2650? Fuck no. Nope. A 3.0 pulley on my car went 8.7 at 157. I had FIC 14, 1650s. I had FIC 1650s. No. You need at least 1300s for that setup. Not too well-versed in EcoBoost. Uh, you know me. I like doing what I am good at uh, uh, and letting others do what they're good at, right? Like, if you have a Cobra local to uh, Orlando or the South Georgia, if it ever got tuned at VMP, Joe did it. <laughs> That's the guy. Found someone selling a brand-new 1117 Magic Clutch with lightweight steel flywheel nearby, 1500 bucks. Only reason I'm considering it. Just make sure you use 26 blind. Good. Got to move to Peasantville to deal on a shop in Florida. Exactly. $5,000 a month. I've looked. One was here for thirteen hundred a month, and he stiffed me. He he said, "Oh, well, he gave me some bullshit excuse. I would have been in that warehouse, put a lift, and again, I'm not looking to do anything crazy. I want to put my dyno on it. Here you go, bam, take the dyno from Power by the Hour, put it in a in a in a warehouse, stay here. I don't mind staying here for years if I can have a badass workspace. But it is five thousand dollars a month to be anywhere in Palm Beach County. Now, where's Palm Beach County?" I'll show you Palm Beach County, bitch. Huh? Palm Beach County. It goes from Okeechobee, Jupiter, Boca, Okeechobee. This is a good explanation of what Palm Beach County is, right? So this is Palm Beach County. All this. Boom, boom. So Lake Okeechobee, Lake Harbor, down to some wildlife areas is full of freaking everything, all the way down to Boca Raton, and then north to Jupiter. 
all this, nowhere in here can I find anything for under $5,000, two bays, and at least 1,500 to 2,000 square feet. Five, how much do you think Jake pays for his? Jake, Jake has a two bay and an office space. How much do you think he pays? Bro, he pays an insane amount of money. Joe is up to 338 subscribers. Come on, guys. Let's get it up to 500 today. Come on. I wonder who is tuning at VMP, though. I mean, Joe tuned them, but let's be honest. I don't think they're at his level at all. At all. They're mostly just sharing the files that Joe built. What kind of power loss would you expect to see through a Turbo 100 versus a 6 or a Dyno? Similar. Uh, depends on how loose your converter is and how well it couples. Um, my GT500 made uh, 1100 through a Turbo 400 and through a 6R80, I think it made close to high 1100. So probably 60 horse or so. Just keep saving money for a huge down payment on a house and it won't hurt so bad. Palm Beach is badass. I love it. If you have never moved or been in Palm Beach, it's pretty badass. If you know where to go. It can be shitty if you end up in shitty areas. Palm Beach is badass though. Plenty of warehouse space in Stewart for two to twenty five hundred a month. I'll check, but I don't think so. And Stewart is an hour away, basically. Imagine AC running twenty four seven in a shop with all the other goodies, mucho utility bills, right? Um, I gotta have lunch with my old Padawans every Friday. Uh, sub Nestor Burial says, "Bicho, when my shop is done, I'll let you rent a spot four by sixty shop." Uh, I don't want to. No offense, I don't want to rent a shop from a sub. Not because I don't like you. It's because I just want control of my own shit. But, and I want access to my own shit. I don't want people like being able to walk in and see, hey, this is Yolo's cars right here. That's the ZR1. That's the GT500. No, 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 no. Gunshine State. Palm Beach is fire. Riviera Beach. Uh, yeah, I'm in the. I'm in like North Lake Riviera Beach area. Uh, so North Lake is uh, Palm Beach Gardens, which is like super high end Italian. Uh, Northeast people, big money people, and I'm right at the border of both. Like, it shares a uh, zip code. Any closed car repair shops in Palm Beach County? Saw another channel get a deal on the closed shop. Yep, there's one where you can get shot up. You can get shot up. Uh, one by Palm Beach Outlets. And I think they want like $550,000 something. Some shit like that. So, no, no thanks. Right by I-95. Yeah. Uh, Riviera Beach, the problem is if you get warehouse space in Riviera Beach, your shit will get stolen. So you got to trust the place. Like you really got to trust uh, where you go. I, there was a couple, there was, there was a couple of, um, whatchamacallit, um, shops. And when I drove by to look at them, dude, it looks like Charger, Hellcat, and Trackhawk chop shop. Hellcats and Trackhawks. We're in that they whole block. Yeah. Like, nope, I am not bringing my cars there. No, thank you. Uh, Angel Puerto Rico says, excellent. Thanks to you. Glad I asked. I'm just looking to make a little more than what I'm currently at, which is a 3.2 pull-in 85, seeing 11 PSI with a 3.0. I saw 14 PSI on a cold day. And that's, oh wait, remember, I have a, I had a 15% lower. Angel Puerto Rico. So it depends if you have a 15% lower or not because the stage two E-Force 2650 with a 103 throttle body has like a 13, 13 or 15% uh, overdrive. No trash on the roads in Palm Beach either. Nope, not at all. In Stewart. Hey, tighten your anus. Send me a link. YDBTforlife at gmail.com. YDBTforlife at gmail.com. If you have seen shops for $2,000 a month, 
Tubey? Just send me the link, ydbtforlife.gmail.com. Pookie territory. Too many pookies, not enough Sprite. So, yeah, it'll be interesting if Joe actually gets something going. Um, again, he's just, in my opinion, going to more than likely take VMP customer base. Not that he's looking to take them. I don't think he'll go out of his way to advertise to them. But they'll just go, Joe's the guy. Joe's the guy that was the lead tuner down there. I don't know who the lead tuner would be at VMP anymore. If anything, it would be Justin. But Joe was the guy that figured out all the issues because he built the files. When it comes to the Gen 2 and 3 and GT500 stuff, he is the guy. So, yeah, we'll see how all that goes. At the end of the day, um, if that's the guy that built the base files and, and left, that's the guy that's probably going to get the bulk of the tunes if he decides to um, open his own stuff. Don't even show the outside of the shop. Keep it a secret if you get one. Exactly. Would you consider a 980 horsepower, 97 torque, 14 to 5 PSI efficient? Insanely efficient. Insanely efficient. 980 horse, 14 PSI. So it's a twin turbo setup by far. ATI dampener, factory diameter. Yeah, no, you might be okay with the 3 pulley then because I had a 15% overdrive. So I apologize. I should have asked if you had an overdrive. But if Nate Ryder would have asked you, he said, is your diameter smaller? That means it makes more power on the crank pulley. Because, you know, smaller pulley for more boost and a smaller lower for, you guessed it, more boost. Fuck me. And, and that guy probably makes 10000 bucks a month on YouTube. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Um, you got a Michael Camacho. Yeah, that's a very, very efficient. Like that's Aldo numbers. Aldo twin turbo kit numbers are like Hellion sleeper kit numbers. When you treat your customers right, they follow you wherever you go. Business 101. Single turbo, that's very good. Single turbo, that's must be a big turbo. <laughs> it must be a big turbo. Any ranch style homes in your Florida? No. Okay. The barn dominium style homes are north. Geneva, Ocala, Spring Hill, Brooksville. Middle of no edge, middle of nowhere, Lakeland, like up there, up there, up there. No, down here, nothing at all. All right, guys, exactly. I know, I know, I got it. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thanks again. Today we talked about Godzilla Swap Dud, the video that I dropped. Good times. 40V sales slowing down. They're gonna do a rideshare program or something like that. So I don't know how that's gonna end up working out. We talked about the Cadillac Vs being tuned, the Global B setup being tuned by LMP of MP of MD. Congratulations to them. We talked a little bit about um, Turviati getting an actual job at a, a refinery. It's gonna make a man out of him real quick. And we talked to Joe Goodenough, and we got his channel up another 80 or so subs so that his channel went from 250-something to 344 currently. I hope that people listen back to the replay and are able to go to Goodenough Performance and get that channel up so he can get monetized because he's going to start tuning Coyotes up in the Geneva, Orlando area coming up really, really soon. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Um, yeah, exactly, me too. If, if your house was on the ground, because it's on stilts, and you had... 2,000 living square foot of living space and 6,000 square feet of garage, it'd be a dream. But Joe, if you put your head down and just tune for five years, you and I both know that can happen. Easy money. And all you need is about 20 customers a week. Be crazy shit. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I will be back Tuesday. But tonight, 5 p.m., I'm going to drop Gen 3 NA 10R80 build with receipts, giving you very generic Ways of building a 11, 10, and 9 second combo. Joe Goodenough Tuning is mentioned on the video along with uh, time slips. Because 
The first example of an 11 second car with a tune and good fuel is the VMP great car that went 1160 stock ass, bitch, with Joe tuning it. So look out for that video today at 5 p.m. Have a great rest of your Sunday. I'll see you either tonight at 5 p.m. with the video or Tuesday. We'll talk some shit Tuesday. Have a good one, guys. See you later. Bye.